When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Listeners, hello. Welcome to Homo Sapiens. Make yourself comfortable. Do grab a chair. Teas and coffees at the back, biscuits for anyone who wants them, favourite biscuits. If it was a coffee evening, coffee morning, I mean, I'd do party rings for the sugar freaks and then I'd do I'd do a simple shortbread because um, everybody likes a shortbread. If you've ever made biscuits, which I started to do, you'll quickly discover they are simply sugar. That's why they're so nice. You're like, oh, I thought there was probably a bit more than that. It's just flour and sugar, basically. Maybe an egg. I come to you, listeners, on one of those perfect mornings, which is what makes British weather kind of cool. Beautiful sunlight streaming in through my window. I've got a dog sitting in front of me. The dog, of course, has found a slice of sunlight, which he has positioned himself in. Obviously, he barked very loudly at a cushion for about... 20 seconds, which uh, then I realised it was my job to move so that because the cushion was in the way of the sunlight in which he wanted to sit. So um, we've done that. Oh, having a little yawn and a reposition over there because Ridley is a dog without the weight of the world on his mind. How are you? What level of weight have you got on your mind, I ask you? We're coming uh, from this beautiful sunny morning with a wonderful episode of Homo sapiens for you. We're talking about queer farming today. We've got Ben Andrews, the gay farmer, on the show today, and we're talking about what it is to be a farmer as a queer person, LGBT person, to be uh, anyone who exists on the margins, shall we say. Um, We're talking about diversity in farming, inclusivity in farming, and uh, Ben founded AgRespect, which is all about inclusive farming, particularly for queer farmers, actually. But we also talk about diversity within farming in a broader sense. And it's a beautiful, beautiful episode. We've been calling it a live broadcast, um, although it's not live. But you know, we sort of Ben was in the farm when we spoke to him, and he did it outdoors. And you can hear all the birds tweeting and stuff. It's just an amazing insight to into the life and the story of a farmer, you know, what it is to be a gay farmer in a farming community where there's not a lot of gay people and how he sort of turned that into something, which he has come to his own terms with and the whole community around him has come to terms with it's a it's a really lovely story so that's what we've got coming up today before that i'm going to say some of the usual things now did you listen to last week's episode what did you think we chatted to YouTube sensation Dan Howell. Thomas got in touch about Dan, the Dan Howell's episode. Brilliant episode this week. Loved it. Dan was a delight. Dick, correct. And both of you talking about mental health, shame and coming out was perfect. Oh, thanks, Thomas. This is the thing. 
I love talking about mental health and shame. If anybody has a question about mental health or shame, which they feel I may not have covered, please get in touch. What did you think of our culture club with Vic Liu about um, Bang, her brilliant book about getting rid of all the shame around self-pleasure, as they call it, um, Avanawank. Did you like it? Did it open up your mind? Did you take some of her advice? Whatever you want to share, listeners, it's an open forum. Let us know. Hello at homosapienspodcast.com at Homo Sapiens on Instagram, Agony Uncles, all of that go to that as well. Everything's anonymous if it's an Agony Uncle. And you can just write and tell me what you had for your dinner um, at Homo Sapiens on Instagram. Oh, now. So if you remember, one of our listeners was talking about their renovation. Well, they got in touch and sent us all the photos of the renovation. So I'll be sharing those on Instagram for those who love a renovation. Oh, I've updated my iPhone. Has anyone done this? And honestly, trying to just trying to just get in there is impossible. It's iPhone 16, whatever that means. As in the, the software, I haven't got the new phone. I really try and not get a new iPhone, if you know what I mean. I just, they all look the same. They literally look the same. They're just a screen. But um, one of our lovely listeners sent in all their photos. Stephen got in touch. I'll, I'll read you the message. Just realised I wasn't following on Instagram, which is weird, as I was an early adopter with you since episode one. Hi, Stephen. Thank you. I'm also probably one of your oldest fans, 55. So dead in gay years. Not true, Stephen. 55 is the new 53. No, that's a joke. 55 is the new 40. So I just want to say I love Homo sapiens and like you, I'm a regular B&Q visitor and tip fan. We're doing up a house in Hastings and I go so regularly to our local waste plant that I'm on first name terms with the guy who worked there. Keep up the good work, SS. That was Stephen's message first time. I said, Stephen, you got to you got to talk about renovation, talk about going to the tip and not give us the info. Anyway, our work in progress. Come say hi next time you visit. So we've got a bedroom before and after. So lovely Victorian house, very dilapidated is the before, not the after. Um, clothes strewn everywhere. I'll post all these for you. Afterwards... <gasps> A vision in pink. Beautiful uh, painting on the wall. Lovely rugs, stripy rugs. You've done a right old number on the floorboards. Floorboards are a bastard, aren't they? Bathroom, dilapidated bathroom, plastic sheeting all over the wall. Planks falling off the ceiling. Absolute horror show. Progress of the bathroom. Stephen, did you tile these walls yourself? He's bloody done some tiling. Beautiful bath, beautiful pink again. That's my... OH on the loo. What does OH mean, Stephen? Kitchen. Oh my God. And it's the most beautiful little, I suppose, what would you call them? Seaside cottages. And there's a cellar, a huge brick cellar. This is amazing. Stephen, thank you so much. I'm going to share Stephen's before and after. He's happy for us to share. Anyone else who's doing a renovation, let me know. Send me. By the way, can I just say eBay, 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 500 times eBay, the most brilliant place to get anything you need for your house. People will put anything on there. It's absolutely wonderful. So get involved if you're not. Now, listeners, as it may have come to your attention, uh, we are in a period of mourning here in Britain because maybe it's international, don't know, because of the death of the Queen. I think it's incredibly sad the Queen died by the way. As I said on Monday or Tuesday, a grandmother, a mother, a great-grandmother has died. It's so sad. I really wanted to know what you all felt about it. And so that's what we did. We asked you on Instagram. So the first question was, how are you feeling after the death of Queen Elizabeth II? 
Adam said he didn't care at all. Jake says uh, they feel sad and uneasy. T.A. Goodson, I'm an American and I had a tear forming. Interesting, like, that the... Um, it's really become world news and I didn't wasn't certain that would be the case, but also interesting that I think the Americans have very much felt a lot of emotion and I think it's interesting because she represents something, we sort of lived under her as well as her representing all the things that she did. So I feel like it's a slightly different thing, isn't it? Iddy Widdy said she was a mother, a great a grandmother and a great-grandmother, so I have empathy for her family. Uh, Chief says meh. Shagonal uh, says indifferent at best. Lindsay Lohan therapist says always sad when someone died, but this forced mourning we're going through is too much. KM747 says she's the last queen many of us will have in our lifetime. End of an era. It's sad. Plume's world could not care less. Sad but indifferent in the same way I'm sure she'd feel if hearing I'd passed in Doppelgangervish says sad. 5114 says this would be the lady that disapproved of Diana visiting gay men dying of AIDS. Now, uh, interesting, because then um, 5114 Forks and I, uh, who's also called Christopher, uh, we then um, spoke because I wanted to hear all sides. I think there's a lot of groundswell of like, we're all just really sad. And, you know, if you look a little bit further online, based on, you know, the people I follow on Instagram, you know, uh, colonialism of which the Queen was a big part is really problematic for a lot of people. And she can symbolise a lot of problematic things. And I think that it's about um, that classic thing. We and it contains multitudes. It can be sad that somebody has died. It can also mean that it can bring up difficult feelings around what somebody represents. It's interesting to see um, in your messages, I think it's probably reflected. Christopher, so Christopher, when we got in the chat, said, I think probably Peter Tatchell said it much better than me. She was a monarch and acted accordingly. But has she wished she could have done any number of things, particularly to help the LGBT community? She did her duty, but also lived in unimaginable wealth. What did the Queen mean to you was the next question we asked. Nothing, says Adam. Iddy says, she was the head of a homophobic church that allows its priests to marry as long as they're celibate. Yeah. Marcos says, nothing at all. A good example of subtle enough propaganda that's hard not to get swept up into us liking her. The figurehead of the crown institution that has a lot to answer for. And then Rob says, she was she always reminded me of my gran. Lindsay Lohan's therapist, symbolism of oppression, the elite and the establishment, undeserved and hoarded wealth. And then Doppelgangervish says a constant reminder literally reminded me of her gran. So there's a real dichotomy there, isn't there? And I think it's what I found really interesting about it. And I don't know if any of you have felt this. Two things. I think that I have really in, been surprised by hearing people stumble on the radio referring to Charles as King. So they've got Prince Charles, sorry, King's Charles, and uh, correcting themselves. The correction is always like, oh, I've made a mistake and it's absolutely what I should be saying is King Charles and it's on me to have made a mistake and it's wrong. Um, so there's that going on. And then on the other hand, there's also tradition. Like, I think it's really interesting that we always sort of go, oh, well, maybe the monarchy is outdated and maybe um, we wouldn't do it anymore. But uh, I think about tradition and to see how much tradition has taken over at this changing of the monarch and all these people in robes and ceremonies and ceremony after ceremony with music and things that are hundreds of years old processes. And I can't help but watch those processes and go, 
They are the glue and mourning. The mourning is the glue that means you never have an opportunity to say we don't want to do the monarchy anymore. How could you ever start to create groundswell for that in this moment when it would be the logical time to question it? But all these things that are branded as tradition are the things that sort of prevent us from questioning. I know that's not the only reason they're there, but it feels neat to me. And tradition, tradition, tradition is why nobody questions why Prince Charles is called King Charles, e.g. However, if somebody wants, the reason I thought about it is because if somebody wants to change their pronouns, the uproar around that. But everybody in the royal family is having their names changed. You know, Prince William is becoming Prince of Wales. Camilla is becoming Queen Consort. All these words, they're made up. You know, consort, who uses the word consort? But because of tradition, we accept it. And what we're living in in a time now with the uproar around pronouns in the wider world, I think that we are without tradition as LGBT people. We're new. And so everybody questions the hell out of everything we say. And it's not good enough. And I think that I just can't help be struck by the difference there. Um, anyway, that's what my main takeout is. And it's really sad. I, I, you know, I think it's really sad. I think also she was a proxy for a lot of people, like lots of people saying she was like their gran. It, she was a proxy for what people felt about their own lives, I think. And that, that sort of thing about the way that she never really spoke her own mind in, in a, an official sense uh, allowed us to project onto her. So, and then we asked if you have a story about the Queen. Itty Witty says she visited Sark, where I lived, and I drove a carriage with her equerry and the governor of Guernsey in it. Itty Witty, oh my God, what are you doing talking to us? You're there hobnobbing with the royals. Marcos says no. I'm beginning to get a picture of what Marcos feels about the royal family, aren't you? Thank you very much for contributing, by the way. KM747 says went to the garden party and enjoyed the tiny sandwiches. Lovely to see her in person. Woof! There we go. Kirsty on Instagram's got a story. My late, rest his soul, gay bestie and I were around Hyde Park for the 2002 Jubilee. We met friends and listened to the awesome music being played. We asked the local bobbly, bobby, bobblies, <laughs> they're like police, but sort of more sort of decoratively dressed. We asked the local bobbies where to buy drinks and they pointed us in the direction of the local off-license, love it. Uh, do you always used to hang outside off-licenses asking people to buy alcohol for you when you were underage? I did. It was always me who asked as well, because I was like, this is not going to be a good party unless we get drunk. But you know, I'm working through that with my therapist. So we had a few drinks and decided to try and get into the ticketed party at the palace. Okay. Kirsty, alarm bells are ringing. We jumped over a fence. Oh my God, you're going to get a sniper rifle in a second, Kirsty. And I was wearing wide-legged flared jeans and they got caught on the railings. Oh my God, Kirsty, I'm having a panic attack just reading this. So managed to fall and get grass stains up my legs. What? I'm just thinking you're about to be shot. A separate set of guards saw us and started chasing us. Kirsty, you took your life in your own hands here. We then just ran and got lost in the crowd in time to see Brian May play God Save the Queen in his red special. It was a moment I'll always remember. I bet it was. Kirsty, you're a wild one. We've spoken on Instagram before. You are a wild one. I love it. Um, these have been lovely memories. Uh, please keep sending them in. Let's keep talking about it. Thank you very much for everyone who contributed. Listeners, it's been a delight. Now, um, let's go and have a listen to Ben. We went to, we didn't go to Herefordshire. He's in Herefordshire. <laughs> we did the interview with him in Herefordshire. It's a lovely chat. Here it is. 
Are you next to your tractor? This is the first Homo sapiens episode that's been live TX from a tractor. I've got my JCB forklift and buggy. Shit, the so it's, um, it's a full little mechanics wet dream. <laughs> and you're outside, which is lovely because it feels like... Which is an absolute dream, yeah. It's so nice. It's too nice to be doing this inside. So. And where are you at in your cycle of farming today this is you're going to have to help me out with farming terminology but what are we doing are we sowing are we picking right so we've got it is all going on it's all going on today uh we've just had a huge batch of veg plants arrive so i've got like hundred thousand cabbage plants on and some lettuce on the uh, on the yard ready to go my vibe is mixed farming so it's all about doing a little bit of everything because it sort of splits a, splits the risk a bit uh-huh. but also we've got this um because we're organic we've been organic for 20 years mm-hmm. and it's all about the nu- the nutrient cycling so you know we've got like we've got the crops and we put the manure from the cattle on the land to uh to, to give the fertility for the crops and then and then we grow like grass on land that can't be used for any um any crop production mm-hmm. that feeds cattle and then we've got like loads of tasty veg beef and lots of wildlife as well it's a dream interesting okay so tell me a bit about agrospect i've obviously spoken a little bit about it in the intro but i'd love to hear it from you and how it started and all of that cool yeah so um agrospect so all started a few few years ago now a friend of mine matt naylor called me up with another one of his mates from over in lincolnshire they're, they're lincolnshire farmers and basically it came from a feature that had been on country file Mm -hmm. that was all about gay farmers and and it was all gay farmers um you know as if farmers didn't have it hard enough as it is the gay ones you know they're all depressed they're all suicidal it was a real downbeat message what so specifically about gay or lgbt farmers were suicidal and and it was yeah it was all about depression and suicide and we recognized that it is like it's a massive issue mental health in the farming industry you know is disproportionately represented in in suicide stats and things like that but we felt that if the only message that's getting peddled out there is that if you're a gay farmer you're going to live a life of misery and, and isolation and solitude i mean like why the hell is anyone going to want to come out you know <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's not exactly it's not exactly selling it is it yeah. so we thought you know it just becomes a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy then. Mm. so we um uh, we thought, well, how about we just show the positive side of it? Mm. How about we try and get in touch with people, um, other LGBT farmers out there, show them just you know, get in on with farming and being out and living their best lives and, and you know, being their authentic selves and not having to live a double life of, you know, farming in the day, sort of like grinder hookups at night sort of thing. Yeah. So it's just, we felt that, yeah, we, you know, we needed to do something a bit a bit more positive so that's what we did um got in touch with a few people so via instagram do you want to write a story for the website so started doing these little case studies um started getting in touch with like matt who is um i mean he's a real brains behind i respect he has got his little black book is full of every single contact in the agriculture industry right he's like he knows he knows everyone so um so he tackled that side of things and got got on board with NFU, you know, National Farmers Union, Massey Ferguson, all these all these huge names in the farming industry to get them to sort of sign this pledge to say that they'd write into their corporate responsibility that you know, 
they do not tolerate homophobia and that mm. um, everyone is everyone is everyone is welcome basically and Brilliant. and it kind of just kind of just snowballed from there really and then some, some, the biggest thing we've done was uh, done a couple of pride parades now with sassy sassy Ferguson um, <laughs> our uh, our uh, our rainbow uh, liveried Massey Ferguson tractor which uh, oh, yeah, I love Massey, it uh, okay she's brilliant great it's such a brilliant thing that you're doing and I am so grateful for you doing it you know it's just wonderful what was there previously available when you decided to set it up because I know there was the gay farmers helpline is that right yeah and and we, we, so we he, Keith Keith Innocent does an incredible job on that absolutely fantastic but it's very much for people in, in in crisis and it tends to cater to maybe older people in the agriculture industry who who are struggling later in life to come to terms with it and we wanted to be there as you know right from the beginning for people not only for for you know farmers sons daughters whatever who who you know are thinking about coming out but also for for new entrants into the agriculture industry and also to try and you know, show the the wider public mm. that you know, farming can be a diverse place because you know farmers are always banging on about buy british buy british now why should people buy british if they feel that farmers aren't you know wouldn't wouldn't respect them wouldn't wouldn't uh, mm. you know, you know, if they think that all ha- farms are homophobic mm. or, or racist or whatever you know, it doesn't really you know, it work it works both ways so uh, but yeah there was there was no, there was nothing really apart from, apart from a couple of dodgy facebook groups <laughs> um, um do you find with there's two things going on with farming i imagine one is isolation so you know mm. i'm not imagining that you're very near a gay bar so there's isolation of lgbt people but then there's also like is it a homophobic industry? You know, does farming contain some homophobia? Do you think? Where are we at? Oh yeah, I mean, absolutely, absolutely, it does. Like any other um, straight white male-dominated industry, you look anywhere and you'll find it. I think a lot of it is uh, comes from a place of you know that that sort of toxic masculinity bravado, sort of you know just just saying it because it's cool in front of your mates. But also, I think there is a lot of just because if you live in a city you are always exposed to to different cultures different different people who who are not like you mm-hmm. and you you learn other ways of life you have a much broader group of friends living in the country it's quite homogenous and you don't get that variety of people and and so a lot of people's opinions of lgbt folk is purely what they see in the media mm-hmm. now when i was growing up you know through the through the 80s and 90s yeah we had the aids epidemic section 28 it was not a great time to be lgbt mm. but also you know, so my parents their only exposure to lgbt people was through the media as well so so they built up this picture of oh this is this is what this is what gay people are like you know mm. without actually ever meeting anyone and and getting to know them and and i think it's it is that with any prejudice it is usually born from a place of of um just not knowing of, of being naive to to something so once you actually chat to someone and they realize that you're not a complete freak 
then it's like oh actually yeah lgbt people aren't that bad they're not what i was led to believe they were from jeff who lives down the road um bloody uh, jeff and who yeah who read 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 something on read something on twitter um so uh so honestly that jeff is trouble so (laughs) when it comes to uh lgbt you know looking at the full spectrum like gay men i imagine probably easier to be representing do you have trans members of your group and yeah yeah we've it's um we didn't really have to to think about it yeah it's not like we actually actively went out there looking for the full lgbt spectrum but we have got people from every every stripe of that rainbow flag um represented on the yeah and and it's and it's it's great and it's you know of course like in the farming industry it's still male dominated and and i'd say probably the majority are gay and bi men but there's you know there are lesbian agricultural lawyers and there's trans agronomists and a bi beef farmer literally i'm not just making the alliteration up, well but, you said um, by oh no you said by british actually didn't you ever <laughs> <laughs> catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Tell me a bit about some of the positive things that this has done that it wouldn't have happened if you hadn't been existing. One of the the biggest buzzes is when you get. Um, so you, we we you know, went on the pride marches and so we did Brighton Pride mm-hmm. um, was the first one, and and that was great because it was our first one and we were just like yeah this is great and it was just, it felt really positive and we got we got you know, loads of people. I mean, Brighton Pride is huge. It's huge. Like, I've never been before. And it was, like, hundreds of thousands of people. And it was that was a really fantastic experience. And, like, for me, the, the biggest thing was being able to... Like, quite often, I'd... You know, when you, when you have conversations with people, with, with your friends, like, most of my straight friends understand farming. And then most of my gay friends don't understand farming. Mm-hmm. I've never had that conversation at the same time. I've never been able to just, you know, be able to have that, that crossover of like boys and barley um and it's uh it, it's it, yeah that that is that was to be able to see people do that and yeah there's a good a good group of us people who've probably not done that at all before mm. was quite a um you know really nice experience but then 
we came to do Birmingham Pride last year and some of us were like oh you know we've we've done this before and and um and it was you know, it just seemed quite nice but then there were a couple of couple of guys who came along and it was their first pride ever they'd only just come out and they felt that they could come out because of ag respect and they were a bit scared wow. about coming and and joining in with us because they weren't they didn't know what to expect and then and then some people got really emotional and they're like hugs and it was just like oh, it's uh-huh. it's, ama- it's amazing and it and it just you know something you know we're, we're not a particularly organized group at the moment it really doesn't extend much more beyond a whatsapp group uh of, of everyone who wants to be on it is on it mm-hmm. and the occasional uh zoom quiz we, we haven't done one of those for a while um thank god well, we're uh, all uh, this, this after zoom. lockdown i <laughs> <Zoom's>, <laughs> don't think i ever needed another fucking zoom quiz in my life never no no uh but yeah it's like the it's the most satisfying heartwarming thing is to hear someone say that they found the strength to come out mm. because of ag respect and it's um it's just it's just about visibility mm-hmm. just you know just 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 you you've got to you've got to see to be mm. as the phrase goes you're just carrying on farming and and if someone else is seeing you out there being a being an lgbt farmer and they think oh, actually yeah i can do that mm. yeah it's good good feeling and um i love a whatsapp group what what what's the tone is it uh <laughs> it's um quite farmy so there's there's rose uh who's a beef farmer down in cornwall and she will um she put a message up saying oh i'm not sure fertilizer is really expensive at the moment should i put it on now or should i wait until the spring and then you get like an agronomist piping up and and so it's it's like it sort of works on a um on a sort of a, a farm consultancy basis as well as like a, a little uh, lgbt community okay so there's no like drag race arguments going off in there ah uh, there's there's i mean we've got we have got a uh got a drag queen who is a <laughs> um she's also a small holder in herefordshire she's got some got some horses i love that uh, she's one one miss drag uk shut up um, amazing yeah yeah she's called boo lacree look her up boo look her okay yeah. go look her up listeners so uh i was laughing because i was watching a video of you uh it was on youtube it might have been for america i don't remember but it was someone saying <laughs> ben is a farmer in herefordshire and then it had an arrow and it pointed to hertfordshire <laughs> oh god i know <laughs> all the time all the time like you know that you know that don't you you know where you, I mean, you know the difference i do but yeah. i don't i don't know that i always have but i was um, <laughs> i was because i was like when i saw it i was like oh i've got it wrong i thought he was in herefordshire he's in hertfordshire that doesn't make sense the weather but um yeah so and herefordshire is is it part of wales though sorry for being really stupid so we're on the border okay. we're on the border it's uh, parts of it have flip-flopped in and out of wales um for you know in the past but um yeah we're, we're very very much on the on the english side of the border but quite a weirdly queer burgeoning community around herefordshire right yeah i mean it's it's great we're um well just over the border into wales uh the inaugural hay pride shut up little really? sleepy hay on why yeah hay is super it's super trendy and liberal and and yeah loads of like loads of nice places loads but, of sourdough yeah, bread uh, there, there are some, 
Oh, God, so much, so much. Like knit your own muesli, that sort of thing. I've got a nice little little group of little group of gay friends. It's uh, it's quite nice. And do you? Yeah, yeah was it weirdly going to be my next question? Like, do you feel isolated as a gay as gay men there, or you you have a group of friends? And w- what would you do? Do you do you all go around to each other's houses, or are there places you go where that are queer venues? And uh, no, I mean, there's there's a. I've never really felt I've had to to separate separate them. Um, so, a lot of the my gay friends all mixed with my queer friends. So it's I've never. I mean, there's there is a um, a queer night in Hereford, but it's for cool young trendy okay. kids, um, and it's like yeah with asymmetric haircuts, <laughs> um, and like I just don't. It just it's just not it's just not my thing but i love the fact that it can i love the fact that it can exist totally. um and and that it's and it's there and there was last saturday there was a um it's called queer metals um it was a contemporary arts thing about blacksmithing oh, I love um, that. in in hereford and i was just like i love that that that, that happens in in herefordshire it's just yeah that's it's brilliant great. we've got but, to talk to them so tell me a bit more about your individual story so you because you grew up on that farm where you are now correct yes my my family have been farmers in and around Herefordshire since pretty much time began um my dad's grandfather moved to this farm in the 1930s and my mum's farm is pretty much the next door farm wow. to us. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's pretty cute. So she married her next door neighbour? Pretty much, yeah. Wow, yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and and it, it's all been, you know, we've, we've never been, um, you know, we're tenant farmers mostly. So we sort of just, we rent, rent our farm. So this farm we rent off Oxford University, uh, which is a bit random. But... Um, yeah, we've just always been in and around here. Mum's side of the family, quite a lot of them were from Wales, but only like one county away. So it's just, we've literally moved about 50 miles in about 600 years. So, <laughs> And have you got loads of family around you then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I quite like it. Some people hate it, but I love being rooted to a place. Mm. I love to love to feel... Uh, and I think a lot of farmers get it as well. You know, this, this a sense of of belonging somewhere, and and it is nice that that you can go somewhere and and someone will say, "Oh, I can tell you're in Andrews." Um, I love just, that. Uh, <laughs> it's like, oh, I knew your great grandfather and all this sort of stuff. So it's uh, it, it's it's great. It's really it's really sweet. And and uh, yeah, I'll be honest. We've <laughs> had like one big falling out with a family member after coming out uh, my mum's brother mm-hmm. and that that rift has still not healed but other than that it's been an absolute dream really yeah no dramas that's the end of part one stay tuned for part two stay tuned means go back to the feed and click on it hold up 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Powered by Spirit Studios.